0: Welcome to the laughspin.com podcast. What's up everyone? Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike and with me the editor in chief of laughspin.com, Dylan. What's up, man? Uh, not too
1: much, Mike. What's up with you?
0: I am looking at you right in the face. You you are. This you, is weird.
1: You are and we're doing and we're doing this live. We are.
0: We're doing it. We we're, we're going to do it live. Um, <laughs> we're doing the LaughSpin podcast live this week here in Studio A, which is my kitchen, which is awesome. yeah this is a lovely what is this a laminate you have here i don't i don't know this looks like
1: a quality laminate
0: thanks appreciate it
1: good going buddy
0: nice thank you we're doing this live on UStream as well so if you're listening to us live thank you very much and uh if you are a subscriber to the podcast again thank you appreciate it if you are not and you're finding it for the first time, iTunes people, subscribe. We love to hear from you and, uh, you know, throw up a review and all that jazz. But yeah, let's get on to the the comedy because we have some stuff to talk
1: about. We do. We really do. The first thing I wanted to talk about is if you've been really paying attention to the world of a stand-up comedy, very soon the TV Guide Network is launching their new weekly series. It's called Stand-Up and Stilettos. And basically what it is, it's a showcase stand-up comedy series. It's all female comedians. There are a uh, – I think there's like 36 total. Every, I think it's every Friday. There are 30-minute shows, and they're going to be playing two uh, episodes back-to-back each Friday. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of great comedians, Maria Bamford, Carol Liefer, Kira Altanovich. There's so many. Retta from Parks and Recreation, who I love. There's a lot of great talent that they're going to be uh, showcasing. Wait, which one from Parks and Rec? The, uh, the black one.
0: Oh, yeah. What's her name in the show? Oh, my God.
1: Her, uh, Donna.
0: Donna, yes. Yeah, oh, she's I love awesome. her.
1: She's great. Yeah, she's and she's a sweetheart in real life. I, oh, I, cool. I, I, I got to talk oh, to right. her. That's right. Did you
0: get to talk to her at the uh, comedy awards? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's she's, right. Yeah, yeah. She's
1: awesome. She's totally awesome. So I think it's great that there's a, a new stand-up comedy show, and it's a weekly thing what i wanted to kind of talk about is just the concept of the, the segregated stand up show. so right. it's it's all female i guess i want to discuss whether or not that's a that's a good or bad thing i have my opinions about it i guess i'll i'll, yeah. g-
0: I'll give do, do you want to... no i'd love i love to hear your opinions i i actually i do have an
1: opinion about it but i'd love to hear yours if you pay really close attention to laughsman's coverage of comedy I try really hard not to make an issue out of gender or race. Mm-hmm. I try hard to uh, sort of...
0: Co- make them comedians first. Yeah, co- yeah.
1: Cover everybody kind of equally. So Right.
0: And, it, you know, I, it's noticeable, man. I mean, honestly, you know, coming from a person who was a reader first, it is noticeable. You don't really... Focus in on one person more than so than another because of something. Right. It's more of like this person's funny, and this is why you should like them, not because they're a black comic or because they're a woman comic.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And and that's why uh, you'll never, you know, you'll you'll probably never see the ten greatest female comedians or you know five female comedians you should check out. If we do a list, it's inclusive of everybody. Comedian first, and part of the reason for that is a lot of people talk about there being. There's this big debate, you know, women, women in comedy. Every every few months it, it crops up online. Right. You know, or women funny, blah, 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 like, which is the most retarded question ever asked. But every once in a while it, it comes up, women in comedy, there's so many great women in comedy that are, women are finally getting their due, Amy Poehler and, and all this other stuff, but right. they've always been there. So I, I guess my point is if we keep on like segregating like an all-black special and all-female an all special or, you know, female show or black show it's to me it's it's driving a wedge further between the genders and it's making an issue out of something that shouldn't be an issue Mm. and i I think something like an all-female comedy show is empowering and it's good in the short term Mm -hmm. but i think right after you make kind of a a statement or or you have success then what next so I, I, i i think the solution has to come kind of more organically
0: you know my opinion is similar, but at the same time, I have a bit of a different view, a viewpoint on it. Just kind of tagging on what you said, though, it doesn't, for me, it, doesn't, it not only takes away from, like you said, drawing a wedge between the different groups, but it not only does that, for me, it just takes away from comedy overall. If that's the basis of your comedy, that I'm a female comic and I'm going to talk about female things and make it female, comedy is all about, you can talk about whatever you want. Right. And and to put that pigeonhole on, on yourself, that limits your comedy. I think you can do the same argument with clean versus dirty. Right. You know what I mean? If you're a clean comic, okay, great. You're a clean comic, but don't be the clean comic that goes, well, all dirty comics are hacks and they can't do what I do. Right. So it's like the same. I think it just takes away from comedy in general. Not so much about the segregation of things. It's just, I think it just brings the whole thing down as a whole however i will say this about the show on tv guy network i like it because just from an entertainment standpoint and we've talked about this several times about how the broadcast networks they're dropping the ball right and left with these comedies yeah you know and a lot of basic cable and pay cable networks are picking it right up and being like you know what forget it uh, we're just going to do something fun and different and edgy and whatever and if it goes with a certain niche market, well, then that's going to take away that niche market from the broadcast networks that are dropping the ball. So something like TV Guide Channel, which who the hell knows where the hell TV Guide Channel is, right? Yeah. Something like the TV Guide Channel, if they can say, hey, we have the greatest female comedians on our show... And that brings in – and if if they look at their demographics and say most of our audience that watches us during the week anyway is female, right. this is perfect. This is going to strengthen them a little bit or just the opposite where they have a mostly male audience. And this is bringing in their females for them, again, to draw attention away from the shitty broadcast networks that are dropping the ball. And right. you know, kind of a, So I agree with you as far as it sucks because of the segregation, but maybe for different reasons. But I do like it only if to give another – piece of, this is something that's cool, right. that's going to be fun, that's going to be great to watch, and fuck NBC. You know right. what
2: I mean?
1: All right. That makes sense. Yeah, I got a, uh, on Facebook, one of our followers, Shane Hedman, uh, says, any segmented comedy is bad for comedy. Segregation is never a good thing. Anybody who only likes when a certain race or gender does comedy is an idiot. <laughs> I think Shane is... Kind of agreeing with us. I mean, you know, it's kind of like how I felt felt about Last Comic Standing when that was on the air. It's like, mm. is it a perfect show? No, but the fact that stand up comedy was getting uh, a weekly showing, yeah, you know, on, on, ne- on network television, right. right? You know, I I think that's a great thing. So, in that, this is a, a show that's showcasing stand up comedians. I, I think it's a great thing. I don't know. Maybe we need a female perspective but uh
0: yeah yeah i think you do but it's just like anything else it's just, there's great arguments both ways yeah you know i'm sure a lot of the female comedians especially the ones that are involved in it we ask them right now they would say no this is great this is great not only for female comics but for comedy in general right and they'll tell you 10 reasons why but you need a female perspective but i think both arguments work so all right let's move on ariel do you have any other no i'm good let's do let's do more? some okay. news cool
1: comedy news
0: So let's get to some news. Louis C.K. been cast in Woody Allen's new movie. Also, Andrew Dice Clay in that same movie. (laughs) This is... Wow. Okay. This is... Woody Allen is, you know, known for kind of especially recently, grabbing hold of the popular people of the day, funnier people of the day, and putting them in his style of movies. and It's it's a Woody Allen movie. I don't think there's an actor alive that doesn't want to be in a Woody Allen movie. Right. So this is awesome for Louie. It'll be interesting to see how, if Woody's just kind of like, Louie, just be yourself, or if he tries to make him be a little bit different. I, I think, for the most part, his track record shows that Woody wants to play to his actor's strengths, and let them do their thing so but the more interesting one i think is andrew dice clay well how do you approach as woody (laughs) allen like what a pairing that is (laughs) can you imagine those two in the same room like what do they fucking talk about
1: (laughs) can you do a woody allen impersonation
0: because i could i could give you some dialogue
1: i I don't know i don't
0: know if i can i wouldn't
1: can you you say give me something hey hey dice can you tell me about that time you were fingering that broad in the restaurant (gasps)
0: Um, excuse me, Dice, could you tell me about that time you were fingering that broad in the restaurant? See, I think it sounds more like, I think mine sounds more like Jimmy from South Park, actually. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm. I think, I think you're that's terrific good. you're a terrific audience. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But what else you got on this flick? Because this is this is just interesting, just
1: from that alone. There's not a lot of details uh, about the actual movie. The fact that Louis C.K. was in it was enough to uh, I, we you know we we posted it on Laughspin and and it got so many shares immediately. What we do know is there's a bunch of other people in it. <laughs> which are Alec Baldwin, Kate Blanchett, Bobby Cannaval, Sally Hawkins, Peter Sarsgaard. So they're going to start shooting, we hear, uh, very soon in, in New York and San Francisco. But who knows? I don't have a healthy respect for Woody Allen. Really? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Um, I, I assume it's going to be another movie with quirky dialogue sure. with adorable characters trying to fuck one another. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know. who. Is that, is that I, your I, I, I honestly, I'm going to get like hate mail, but I honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. I honestly don't give a fuck.
0: No, I don't. No. I, I love do. that Louis C.K. Is, is,
1: is in a Woody Allen movie. Sure, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, and I respect Woody Allen a little bit more for casting these two dudes, but, mm-hmm. but I don't care,
0: really. <laughs> is the main reason why, just because it's repetitive? Like, you, you feel that they're repetitive flicks? I,
1: I guess. I, I'm just not that. just I, not into I, it? I'm just not that into it.
0: It's all right, dude. I could tell you a couple things that are really, really popular with most people that I can't stand. Like what? Let's,
1: let's get into it. I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, my.
0: Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> hey, you don't like Woody Allen. Yeah. I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. I think we're matched. Yeah. I, th- I, think we, <laughs> I, think,
1: <laughs> I think we are matched.
0: Yeah. Let's move on.
1: Yeah, please. Let's move on to right. somebody who, whom I adore.
0: Paul Rudd. Starring in a Broadway show with Ed Asner. Again, a fantastic pairing of two people <laughs> that you would never expect to be in the same room together. Ball Rudd and Ed Asner in a Broadway show coming soon. What do you
1: got on this? Uh, the is called Grace. The premise sounds very hilarious. It's about a young couple who head to Florida and start a new life with plans to open a chain of gospel motels. So, yeah. <laughs> so... So for those of you who don't really know Rudd's career beyond uh, the movies and and television he's done, he actually did a lot of Broadway back in the day. He made his debut in 1997. He was in The Last Night of Ballyhoo, which Mm -hmm. uh, won some Tony Awards. Mm -hmm. And he was also in Twelfth Night and Three Days of Rain. So Rudd is back. Grace opens October 4th for a limited run. Sweet. And Paul Rudd actually, even before his Broadway
0: days... He was, and you can find video of this online, he was a member of a a DJ company. Yep. And I actually worked for the same DJ company. Is that right? Yes, it is. At least least that's what my boss told me at the time. (laughs) He could be lying to me because he was kind of a lying asshole, but... We may have had the same employer at one time. That's, uh, yeah, that's Paul cool. Rudd.
1: If you search on Lastman, I know we've posted that probably like a year ago that or something. That video, so, that limbo video. Yeah. I yeah, never yeah. wore shorts like that, though. Those that <laughs> shorts that he had, that was before my time. Only Rudd can pull it off. It's very true.
0: Andy Samberg officially leaving SNL and uh, uh. announces
1: his plans for after SNL. We talked about this a few weeks ago when, right. when Kristen Wiig left because there's been chatter online and beyond about we knew kind of Kristen Wig was out and Andy Sandberg we knew was very likely to be out. And Jason Sudeikis is still in limbo there. We, you really? Know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's probably going to leave as well. But Andy Samberg, yes. Yeah, so he's officially, he's out. And he, uh, he told the New York Times, quote, it's an incredibly emotional and strange moment in my life. Obviously, it's not a huge shock, but I did officially decide not to come back. He goes on to mention that Kristen Wig actually helped him make his uh, decision. He uh, tells the New York Times, she, quote, she kept saying, it just feels like it's time for her. I connect with that. Something about it just feels like it's the moment. My contract's up and I did so much more than I ever thought I would ever even do. Uh, So he's already Got a new gig He's going to England You guys He's set to head to the UK And star alongside uh, British comedian Greg Davies In the upcoming BBC 3 series Cuckoo Or Cuckoo How do you pronounce that? Cuckoo?
0: I'm sure they pronounce Yeah, I'm sure they pronounce it differently than we do, so.
1: Yeah, so he's doing that. He's going to play an American hippie type who travels to the UK to meet the parents of his new British wife. So that's going on, and of course he's going to to be in that Adam Sandler movie, That's My Boy, which hits theaters June 15th.
0: Great, and he kind of answered my question where he said his contract was up, and you were talking about Sudeikis kind of being in limbo, and I didn't know how that works if they had contracts with SNL or if it was like a yearly thing where it was like every year they kind of re up and okay, you bring you back, you bring you back, or I'll leave type of thing. So. It's interesting to see where Sudeikis will go, but Sandberg seems to have a plan, and and hopefully uh, it works out for him. We'll see what happens with Sudeikis.
1: I mean, he could certainly leave and, and be rather successful. I mean, he's already—he's in that new movie, The Campaign, that's coming out this summer with uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Right, and, and you just
0: posted—the poster just came out? Yeah. You yep. just had put that on last spin?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think he could do very well for himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, Madonna going to be guest-starring on Children's Hospital on Adult Swim. I love the show. Yeah, uh, it's really, it's really really funny. So what, what else? What yeah. else you got on Madonna though? That's again again a strange pairing. This this episode is <laughs> all about strange pairings, and that's definitely one of them.
1: This is yeah. This is weird. So we had uh, we had our reporter uh, Carrie Anderson down in Austin. They were doing Children's Hospital Marathon at the Alamo Draft House. Oh, so jealous. so she got to talk to uh, Rob Corddry, and um, there was a you know David Wayne mm-hmm. and. There was a bunch of them, and so Cordry told her that Madonna's going to guest star, and uh, we, we think it's true. The, the point is, <laughs> the point is, is we're ninety nine percent positive it's true. Nobody, nobody has told us the the story has been on the site for days, and nobody's told us to take it down. So okay, so we have no reason to believe that Madonna is not going to be guest starring on Children's Hospital.
0: It'd just be interesting to see what
1: the hell she's going to do. I hope she dies in it. <laughs> I think really that's the only.
0: If you haven't guessed by now, folks, Dylan is just a loving person. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: funny. I think, <laughs> I think the people that follow my my Facebook page <laughs> they understand. They understand. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean.
0: It's a good get. Sure. And it'd be interesting to see if it's one of those, you know, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Oh, right. If it's right, gonna right. be like one of those things where it's like, I didn't know Madonna could be funny. Whoa. You know, like one of those deals. N- but no if not that's it's, not no. Yeah, there's no so. way she
1: could be happy. She's so we'll she's see. barely human, Madonna.
0: I think it'd be really funny if she pulled like a George Clooney in South Park where you know he just did the voice of the dog barking and that was actually <laughs> really him and it was like Madonna <laughs> doing something like she plays a corpse like under a sheet, you can't even see her, but right. it's her. That would, know?
1: that would be great that would be
0: pretty funny. So, all right, look out for that. See if that's a part about true or not. her being a corpse.
1: <laughs> that part would be great. That part would be awesome. That would be awesome. Cool. So where are we? What, how much what are we how are we doing on time? On time?
0: We're we're right at, right about at it. So, we can go forth with it unless you got some other stuff going on over there. You got
1: Uh, no, I'm looking at this. There's a T-Mobile ad on the Ustream page with that oh. with the T-Mobile gal.
0: Oh, yeah. You like her? She's fun.
1: She's all right. She's fun. <laughs> <laughs> She's a
0: fun time. <laughs> She's fun. So we just want to go to some of the stuff to look forward to this week. Yeah. New episodes of the half-hour premiere on Friday, starting with Comedian Joe, is it Mandy? Manda? I Man- believe it's Mandy. Mandy yeah. at 11 p.m. and followed by Garfunkel and Oates, 1130.
1: I wanted I wanted to play a Garfunkel and Oats song. If you guys don't know who Garfunkel and Oats are, they are a very funny, talented, prolific Comedy musical duo made up of Kate Micucci and Ricky Lindholm. and they're funny. <laughs> you may, you maybe saw Kate Micucci's in those. The um, film is also very descriptive. <laughs> I, don't think that. I do have a degree in English. <laughs> That's impossible. I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna brag. <laughs> yeah, let's just play. Uh, so yeah, Garfunkel and Oates. Uh, Joe Mandy's at 11 o'clock on Friday. Garfunkel and Oates is following them at 11:30 p.m. And I just wanted to play Garfunkel and Oates's the newest uh, video they uploaded to YouTube this week. I don't know if they're doing this song on the special, mm. but it's a good ditty nonetheless. It's, it's about aging. More specifically, it's about the differences between being 29 years old and 31 years old.
2: two years apart. I'm 29 and I'm 31. This song is called 29 31. For the first time in my life I see it clearly. I realize the power of being a woman. 29 years old and times on my side. I'm in my prime. I've hit my stride. I've got so much charisma and so many options. It's nice to always have my pick. There's nobody left! I'm at the top of my game, possibilities are endless, and I just feel really pretty. I'm holding out for someone who meets my standards, won't settle for anything less than perfect. I know what I want, and I can have it. I'm surrounded by love and peace. There's nobody left! I'm alone! Why the fuck did I wait? What's wrong with me? In two short years, I'm gonna be 33. Who the hell will want me then? My ovaries are shrinking, I'm disgusted. I never get invited to dinner parties anymore Things unfold when they're supposed to Cause everything happens for a reason It'll happen for me when I'm not even looking He'll just appear and I'll just know And he'll love me forever without any work Who needs to try when things are meant to be? There's nobody left! I'm them. all alone! You're such a, you're a fucking idiot! You is think you're so special cause people tell teacher. you that now! Stop and be replaced with life, looks of pity! Life complete. The world is a buffet of love. Love. Oh, what? You think biological reality doesn't apply to you in your adorable cocoon of agelessness? What well, does? And while you're just waiting around and focusing on you, guess what? You're gonna. Everything happens for a reason. You know I truly believe that. Yeah, you said that before. Oh my god, it does, though. Everything happens for a reason. What about the Haitian earthquake or cellulite on skinny women? Just say, hey, universe, I'm ready. It'll happen when you least expect it. Well, I don't expect it at all now, so I guess it's right around the corner. Maybe you're putting out the wrong vibe. Maybe you're closed off to love. Let me tell you a secret. It's called the secret. Here's another secret. You're an asshole. Your negativity is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The reason things go well for me is because of positivity. But well, positive. Fertility always begins to atrophy when infantile fantasy eclipses true reality. It never once occurred to me that things won't work out perfectly. When God closes a door, you see, he opens a window. You realize that's a smaller opening, right? You used to be able to walk out the front door, and now you have to climb out some slightly ajar window, somewhere possibly falling like five stories to your death. That is not an upgrade. And you know what else? There's no Stupid! So- can't love someone else. To ah. you can't love someone else. Cause life is good. Oh.
0: That's awesome. I love them. That's really, really funny. I've I've, I've no, i know a couple of things by them. I've only seen a couple of things by them, and that's the first time I've watched that. That's really good. That is really good. So uh Garfunkel Notes will be on Comedy Central this Friday, the half hour premiere, eleven thirty. Right before that, though, Joe Manda, Joe Mandy, Manda. I'm Mandy. Sorry. I'm sorry, it's Joe Mandy. Okay. I apologize, Joe. All right. Let's get out of here. Dylan, give the plugs. Wait, there's people there's people talking in the chat room. What? Should we address them? I forgot about that because we don't do this a lot. I know. This is the first time doing this, so, uh,
1: so you know, so, live. So thanks, Bugs underscore Daffy, and thanks, Joe bless you. Nice George Carlin reference there. Hey Mike, it's me, Drew. Do you know yes. what Drew? Yes, it's Drew. It's Drew from our Masters and Unshow. He's, oh. he's a he's a big follower. Oh good. Yay. Joe bless you. Yay. Oh my god, he got it. Why wouldn't I get it? You fucker.
0: <laughs> so, but that's cool. We should do this more often, man. This is this is fun and and yeah. hopefully, you know, once we kind of figure out the bugs here a little bit with uh, I I like I said I totally forgot the chat room was even there. We can kind of incorporate that a little bit more and do some fun things and live is cool, but whatever. We do this every week. Hell yeah. So, give all the plugs that we need to give.
1: You guys, you should be following us on Twitter at laughspin.com. Join us. We're at Facebook.com slash Laughspin. (laughs) We're on Tumblr. Search us out on Tumblr. We're we're being very active on Tumblr these days. We're on motherfucking Pinterest. Boom. (laughs) Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are on Pinterest. Cool. Uh, Bugs Daffy. Uh, So that's it.
0: Excellent. And you can check me out on com. Check out our other podcast that I'm on as well. Again, Dylan, thanks for coming over. And we will see you next week. Lashbin podcast, lashbin.com. See ya.